For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but for some reason, they just won't go to sleep. And for this reason, I created the podcast Bedtime History. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. Join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A rested child is a happy child. Sleep Tight Stories is a weekly podcast that brings comfort and joy to families worldwide with calming bedtime stories. The stories are relevant to children and spark wonder without overstimulation, so they can fall asleep and stay asleep. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Or a bedtime routine you'll miss when they're grown? Sleep tight stories. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. The Koala Moon podcast has revolutionized over 20 million bedtimes, with parents like you calling it life-changing and the perfect nighttime routine. With original kids' bedtime stories and cozy sleep meditations, every episode has been specially designed to make bedtimes a dream. Listen to Koala Moon on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, B, wait, is that a light bright? Oh, the light box toy where you make shapes with plastic pegs? No, though I'm flattered you think I can afford a light bright. Okay, then what is it? Well, I was reading about our famous figures for today, Nikola Tesla. And George Washington Carver. And I was inspired by Tesla's work with electricity and by the fact that Carver was a celebrated painter, so... Don't tell me you made your own kind of light bright thing called a... Blight. blight. Yeah, I just combined B and light. Blight. You may want to rethink that name, but B, do you have any experience with electronics or wiring or... Uh, no, but hey, even Tesla had to start somewhere. So here, put these sunglasses on. I'm going to flip the switch. I'm not sure there is a... Oh, wow. It's a peanut. <laughs> it's so bright and getting brighter. It's... Huh. Well, I guess now it's a roasted peanut? I'll get the fire extinguisher. Eric, please play us in. What do you think you know about the greats from history? The game is on, get some energy and buckle up your brain Cause it's time to play, it's the Who Was Podcast Cause it's time to play the Who Was Podcast Live from Tongvaland, or so-called SoCal Los Angeles, welcome to Who Was, the history quiz show that gives contestants the chance to win mega prizes and podcast glory. I'm your announcer, B, and I'm all announcer, I hardly knew her. 
And now, here's your host, a man who was born wearing socks, it's Elliot Kalin. Thank you so much, B. Yes, it's true, it was a medical miracle. And welcome, everyone, to the Who Was podcast. This show, it's like Jeopardy, only with surprise guests, silly games, and more explosions. <laughs> Thank you. Our contestants were sent Who Was books about two great figures from history. Now they're here to show off their knowledge in the hopes of winning fantastic prizes. Today, we're talking about the engineer and physicist Nikola Tesla and the scientist George Washington Carver, two inventors whose work is probably hanging out in your kitchen right now. Unless you have a peanut allergy or are a raw foodist, which is fine. Hmm, now, which let's is go fine. on. Fine, yeah, that's not, there's no problem with that. Let's go meet our contestants. All right, first up, we have Ellie. Ellie, please introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ellie, and I'm 10 years old. I've been playing softball since I was three years old. Wait, since you were three years old? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't even think I could walk when I was three years old. That's amazing. Yeah, let alone walk the bases. So, um, Ellie, have you ever hit a home run? Yes. Ooh, will you tell us what that felt like? It felt really good. Did you really make the most of it? Like, you walked the bases and you were waving to everybody and you were, like, blowing kisses to people and doing cartwheels and really showing off and, like, maybe dancing from third to home? Did you do it that way? I sort of just jogged because I'd be a little bit disrespectful, but then after I got into the dugout, I started dancing and cheering. Okay. I really, I really like that you were respecting the other team. That was really good of you. Yeah, not only uh, is she a winner, she does it gracefully. Thank you so much, Ellie. And also with us today, we have Kinsley. Kinsley, please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Kinsley, and I'm 10 years old, and I've been doing gymnastics since I was five years old. Oh, okay. And what is your favorite event when it comes to gymnastics? My favorite event in gymnastics is floor. Okay. And if you have a routine, like, what's your dream song for your floor routine? Um, probably Rewrite the Stars. Rewrite the Stars? I don't know that song. It's from The Greatest Showman. Oh, Oh, okay. Now we get it. That's great gymnastics music in The Greatest Showman. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. You know, I I knew someone once named Gymnastics, and he was very clumsy. Ironic. (laughs) I went to high school with the gymnastics. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you, Kinsley. Thanks for joining us. And thank you also to Eric, our musician, for providing that lovely live Meet the Contestants music. You know, today's episode is especially exciting because Ellie and Kinsley have the same teacher, Mr. Bruno. Uh, Mr. Bruno is here with us right now. Mr. Bruno, what words of encouragement do you have for these two star students? Uh, They're they're definitely stars, and uh, just good luck to you. I think you do a great job. Okay, and Mr. Bruno, if you were um, a a gambling bee, I mean, a a gambling man, which contestant would you tell your bookie to put 50 on and let it ride large, you know, hypothetically speaking? Mr. Bruno, I'm going to jump in here and say our lawyers have requested that I ask you to not tell us which child you would gamble on in this scenario. Yeah, I'll plead the fifth on that. Yeah, that is a very smart decision. So that's who is. Now let's find out who was George Washington Carver with four fast facts. Four fast facts. George Washington Carver lived from 1864 to 1943. He was an accomplished painter and showed paintings at the 1893 World's Fair. Carver's book on how to grow the peanut and 105 ways of preparing it for human consumption revolutionized the peanut and the peanut industry. He was the first black American to have a national park named after him. Four Fast Facts. 
And how's that for working for peanuts? I feel I need to smooth something out and let people know that George Washington Carver did not create peanut butter, but he did help popularize it. Okay, well, it sounds like you're advocating for smooth peanut butter there. Uh I'm a crunchy gal myself. Why am I not surprised? You've always seemed kind of crunchy to me. Uh, Ellie, what's your stance on peanut butter? Do you like it? Smooth, crunchy, what's or none? What's your preferred? Um, smooth. Definitely smooth. Kinsley, what about you? Do you prefer smooth peanut butter or crunchy peanut butter or no peanut butter? Or uh, I guess those are all the options. Um, I don't really care, but I would prefer smooth peanut butter. We got two smooth, uh, smooth criminals here. Smooth operators. <laughs> two smooth peanut butter criminals. Now that we're all buttered up, it's time to move on to our first game, True or False. True or false? Is it true or is it false? Is it false or is it true? Is it true that it was false? Or is it false that it was true? True. True or false? Thank you, Eric. For this game, B will read a statement. You will then let us know if the statement is true or false, just like the title of the game. Now, this is our first game, so each question is worth one point each. The first question goes to Ellie. Take it away, B. Though we know him as George Washington Carver, for most of his early life, George went by the name Carver's George. Is this true or false? True. That's right, it's true. He was born to parents who had been enslaved by Moses and Susan Carver and did not have a last name of his own. Though slavery was abolished when he was a baby, he still went by Carver's George until about the age of 13 when he, like many formerly enslaved people, took the surname of his former owners. The next question is for Kinsley. Highland College, where George was accepted after completing high school, was the first educational institute that turned him away because he was black. Is this true or false? False. That's right, it's false. As a young child, George was also turned away from his local school because it was for white children only. He had to travel many miles to a neighboring town to attend the school that was for black students. George would end up doing this several more times over the course of his early life. He never let it get in the way, though, of his thirst for education and knowledge. The next question is for Ellie. The Tuskegee Institute, a historically black college and vocational center in Alabama where George taught, was established by another famous black American whose initials are the same as the acronym for, by the way, BTW or BT Dubs. False. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's true. Uh, the BTW was Booker T. Washington, a leader in the black community who later advised several presidents. George decided to leave his life in Iowa to go teach at the new Tuskegee Institute because it felt it could do the most good for his community there. The next question, this is uh, the last one for the round, goes to Kinsley. George is best remembered for his work as being the patron saint of peanuts, but another name he could have earned was Sir Sweet Potato because of his work encouraging farmers to grow sweet potatoes. Is that true or false? I think it's false. I'm sorry, that was true. George wanted to help Southern farmers improve their soil and their incomes. He encouraged them to stop focusing on cotton and instead grow sweet potatoes, cow peas, sweet beets, rice, soybeans, and alfalfa. And those are the ingredients for a great salad, which we can now eat because it's the end of the round. Salad time, everybody. True, 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 true or false. Great round, and thank you all. You're both doing fantastic. Let's touch base now with our producer, Jane, for the scores. Jane, where are we right now? Oh, well, yet funny you should ask. We are tied up at one apiece. Ellie and Kinsley both have one. 
Thank you, Jane. Close game. It's a tie game already. That's fantastic. Already. But it's mm-hmm. it's still anyone's game because there's mm. a lot more game to get to. Well, Elliot, get... technically it could not be my game or your game, but it could go to Ellie or, or Kinsley. That's true. I guess there's billions of people all over the world who this game could not go to. So really, it's not anybody's <laughs> game. It's either Ellie or Kinsley's game. Kinsley's I'll, game. Be more, I'll be more precise <laughs> in my wording. Thank you. Uh, especially, I'll keep that in mind as we come back after this short break. Eric, play us some nut music, if you would. Peanuts are not a nut. (laughs) For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but with all that anxious energy, they just won't go to sleep. This was my kids every night. But I did find that stories calmed their mind and gave them something to focus on. So six years ago, I created the kids' podcast, Bedtime History, to help solve that problem. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. We have episodes about Jackie Robinson, Neil Armstrong, Maya Angelou, and Sacagawea. Episodes also include topics like space exploration, engineering, the rise and fall of civilizations, and major events like the Civil Rights Movement and the Transcontinental Railroad. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. This week, join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to get you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. When your child fights sleep, it can feel like a battle you'll never win. Imagine a bedtime routine you all look forward to, where you cuddle in and let the stress of the day melt away. Welcome to Sleep Tight Stories a calming weekly podcast that brings bedtime stories, cuddles, and comfort to families worldwide. The stories are quirky, relatable, and spark wonder without overstimulation, so listeners can fall asleep and stay asleep. Each episode is narrated by me, Cheryl McLeod, a second-grade teacher, and written by my husband, Clark, an eternal second-grader at heart. Tune in tonight and bond over a story before drifting off to sleep. Make bedtime the sweetest part of your day. Sleep Tight Stories. Listen to Sleep Tight Stories on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, 
and many tears and tantrums, but I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Who Was Podcast. Today we're learning all about who was George Washington Carver and who was Nikola Tesla. And now, back to your host, Elliot Kalin. Thank you, B. Our scores as we enter this next round are Ellie, one, and Kinsley, one. They both got one. These are fierce competitors. Mm -hmm. So let's get right to finding out more about Nikola Tesla, the man who inspired an electric car brand with four fast facts. Four fast facts. Tesla was a Serbian born in Croatia and lived from 1856 to 1943. He improved electricity by engineering the alternating current, the way we still get power in our homes to this very day. One of his early jobs, digging ditches, led him to find backers for his research. Only after his death did he get credit for his pioneering work with radio waves, which paved the way for television and the internet. Four Fastbacks. You know, when you really start digging into his work, no pun intended because he dug ditches at one point in time earlier, you really realize how many things we still use today that were all started by Nikola Tesla. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have all these unanswered emails and text messages and group chats that I'm like 60 responses behind on. So thanks a lot, Tesla. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Tesla. Forget everything nice we said about him. But let's move on to our next (laughs) game. It's something we call Invention or Deception. Invention or Deception. In this game, we list an invention that Tesla made and gave a reason as to why he invented it. If the reason is correct, the contestant will say, invention. If the reason we give is incorrect, the contestant says, deception. And since this is our second game, each question is worth two points. Kinsley, you're up first. Nikola Tesla made his own candles when he was just a little boy so he could stay up as late as he wanted to and read. Invention. That's right, invention. He was always an ingenious person. He would cover up his keyhole and shove sheets under the door so no light would escape. And he could read until the wee hours of the morning. Luckily, his whole life, he didn't need very much sleep. He only slept for a couple hours a night. We assume he was spending that time reading Who Was books, perhaps? This next question is for Ellie. Tesla designed the Tesla coil because originally he wanted to compete with Slinky and find a toy that could go downstairs and get its own theme song like, everyone knows it's Tesla. Deception. That's right, deception. He invented the Tesla coil as a way to turn low voltage into high voltage, which was then released as a spark. The next question goes to Kinsley. Tesla pioneered controlling a toy boat with radio waves so his friend, a mouse named Stuart Little, could have joyrides through the ponds of New York City. 
Deception? Yes, that's right, deception. He did use the boats as a way to demonstrate how radio waves work by traveling through the air. Stuart Little is, of course, a fictional character, uh, so it would be hard for him to be friends with him, but you never know. Maybe he was. I, could, I would love to be friends with a fictional mouse. Anyway. Yeah, me too. Or a real-life mouse. Mice, if you're out there listening, take the cheese. I'm, I'm friendly. Yeah, if there are any mice listening to this and you're in Bee's house, Go for it. She's just trying to be friends. She's not trying to trap you. Now, the patent for radioactive technology first went to Tesla's rival, Guglielmo Marconi, but the Supreme Court overturned those patents in 1943, shortly after Tesla's death. Oh, so close. Too late for Tesla to make any money off it. The next question goes to Ellie. Nicola built the Wardenclyffe Tower named after the town of Wardenclyffe, Long Island, where he hoped to send power and signals wirelessly to the citizens or wardens of Wardenclyffe and the world beyond. Invention? Yes, you're right, invention. Sadly, this plan didn't work out for Tesla and he had to shut down Wardenclyffe, a tragedy for the people of Long Island. This was somewhat the beginning of the end for Tesla. He spent much of the rest of his life feeding pigeons around New York City, even bringing them back to live with him in hotels, which, now that I know he was friends with the pigeons, makes it much more likely he could have been friends with a mouse. Oh, wow. And that was Invention or Deception. <laughs> Invention or Deception. Invention or Deception. That was a great game, everybody. Okay, let's go to Jane with the scores. I can't wait to find them out. Oh, Elliot and B, you're not going to believe this, but we are tied yet again, each contestant having five points. So, you know, B, uh, both Nikola Tesla and George Washington Carver, they were so focused on their work uh, that they lived alone most of their adult lives. I wonder if they ever got lonely. Yeah, I mean, personally, I know no amount of pigeons can replace human interaction. I, I do. I know that personally. And Nicola did tell a newspaper that he never married because having a partner would take away too much attention from his work, but that it was a pity, for sometimes we feel so lonely. And George Washington Carver talked about feeling lonely after his brother died. If only George Washington Carver and Tesla could have helped each other to feel less lonely. Or even being friends with each other? Oh, sorry. Wait, Elliot, it says here we've got a new sponsor that can solve those problems. Uh, then what are we waiting for? Eric, please play us the We've Got a New Sponsor jingle. We've got a new sponsor. Girl. Are you a work-obsessed scientist in turn-of-the-century America? My name is George Washington Carver. I thought I'd never make a friend who wasn't a peanut. My name is Nikola Tesla. I thought I'd never have a pal who understood why I worked for 20 hours straight every day for a year. Then, then we, we tried, tried eScience. eScience is the number one social network for lonely scientists. We match brilliant geniuses who have real chemistry, even if they aren't chemists. <laughs> Oh, all right. <clears throat> With eScience, you'll finally find someone who understands your special childhood. Okay, not to brag, but as a kid, I fixed the town fire hose. Well, that's cool, but did you have a nickname like the plant doctor? Because that's what people called me. Someone with whom you can share your strangest secrets. I'll eat anything made out of peanuts. Well, I only eat milk, honey, bread, and vegetable juice, and only at 8.10 p.m. Here's to highly specific eating habits. <laughs> 
You'll be surprised at how much you and your new science friend have in common. You died in 1943? <laughs> I died in 1943! Now, what are the odds? And who knows where this new friendship might lead? Okay, okay, maybe this is crazy, but what about electric peanuts, huh? I'm listening. Thanks, E-Sciency. E-Sciency, because unraveling the mysteries of the universe doesn't have to mean unraveling your social life. Wow, what a great sponsor. And we'll find out what else these two amazing scientists had in common after this short break. Eric, play us some electric peanut music, please. These legumes are on fire! Salut, who was there? C'est moi, Marie Curie. You may remember me from winning multiple Nobel Prizes, or perhaps from my episode of the Who Was podcast, where I played myself. I wanted to take a moment to read one of my favorite reviews about the Who Was podcast. <clears throat> this is from Shaken Bay, and it reads, Loved this. Me and my little sister love this show. More please, our fave is Harriet Thoman. If you want to hear your review read on the air, make sure to subscribe, like, and review to the UAS podcast in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Au revoir, or should I say, a bientôt! When the clock is started. For all the parents out there, picture that it's bedtime. You and the kids have been busy all day. You know they're tired, but with all that anxious energy, they just won't go to sleep. This was my kids every night. But I did find that stories calmed their mind and gave them something to focus on. So six years ago, I created the kids' podcast, Bedtime History, to help solve that problem. Bedtime History is a series of relaxing history stories that end with an inspirational message. We have episodes about Jackie Robinson, Neil Armstrong, Maya Angelou, and Sacagawea. Episodes also include topics like space exploration, engineering, the rise and fall of civilizations, and major events like the Civil Rights Movement and the Transcontinental Railroad. With over 2,000 positive parent reviews, Bedtime History is one of the top education podcasts. This week, join me and listen to Bedtime History every Monday and Thursday on iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me. <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh. 
We're back on the Who Was podcast. When we last left off, Ellie had five points and Kinsley had five points. Now, back to your host, Elliot Kalen. Thank you, B. It's been a great game today, and it's going to continue to be a great game as we go on to our last game, which will also be great. It's called Converge of Greatness. In this multiple choice game, we'll explore how inventors George and Nicola connect, overlap, or converge. And because we're in the third round, each question is worth three points. Big points on these questions. Ready, Ellie? Ready, Kinsley? Mm-hmm. Okay, great. The first question goes to Ellie. B, take it away. All right, Ellie. Both George Washington Carver and Nikola Tesla suffered from childhood illnesses that affected the course of their lives. While George had a bout of whooping cough, Nikola caught which of the following illnesses after completing high school? A, polio, B, cooties, or C, cholera? C, cholera. That's right. The answer is C, cholera. He had to stay in bed for nine months after catching cholera. When he returned home, his parents feared he would not survive. That's obviously different from cooties, which everyone knows at the time required at least 12 months of bed rest. They had yet mm-hmm. to invent the cootie shot, which luckily science now knows is just circle, circle, dot, dot. Kinsley, this next question is for you. Okay. Both Nicola and George were raised with religion as a big part of their lives. George felt spiritually connected to a higher power through plants and nature, but Tesla felt differently, even though he had this role at his church. Was it A, bell ringer, B, orthodox priest, or C, an usher? A, bell ringer. That's right. He was the ringer of the bells there. Tesla rang the bells at church as a young boy, but he wasn't necessarily a spiritual person. His father wanted him to become a priest, but once when Tesla was very sick, he told his dad the only way he would get better is if he could go to school to become an engineer. And his father said, okay, I'll allow it. Drama. Drama. A lot of drama at the Tesla household. Okay, the next question is for Ellie. Both Nikola Tesla and George Washington Carver were invited to work with famous inventor Thomas Edison, but only Tesla ended up working with Edison. Why did Tesla eventually stop working for Thomas Edison? Was it A, Edison refused to give Tesla a bonus he was promised, B, Tesla bought Edison's company, or C, Edison stopped inventing and took up line dancing? A. That's right. The answer is A. Edison refused to give Tesla the bonus that he promised them. Edison said he would pay Tesla a $50,000 bonus to redesign his generators. So Tesla worked 19 hours a day, every day, for a year. But after he successfully updated the generators, Edison was all, that was a joke, that bonus was a joke, psych, psych. So, thankfully, Edison was an inventor, not a stand-up comedian, because it's not a very good joke. Feels like more of a prank than a joke. It was part of Thomas Edison's prank show, Light Bulbin, which was where yes. he would use, it was a lot of light bulb based pranks and just surprising people with light bulbs in different places. It was, and there was no TV at the time, so no one could watch it. So I really don't know why he was doing it. Okay, the next question is for Kinsley. All right, Kinsley. Nikola Tesla was known for holding big parties full of celebrities and giving grand speeches about his work. George Washington Carver famously gave a speech that was only supposed to last 10 minutes, but ended up going on for hours. It wasn't at a dinner party, but who was he talking to? Was it A, Congress, B, his plants, or C, the Royal Society of Arts in London? I believe it's A, Congress. 
That's right, it's A. He gave a riveting talk to Congress that helped him pass legislation to help the peanut industry. George was honored by the Royal Society of Arts in London, though, and if he didn't talk to his plants, he was most definitely what you would call a plant whisperer. And that stirring heavenly music means it's the end of the game, which means it's almost the end of the show. Uh, before we get to the very, very, very end of the show, uh, Jane's going to tally the points. And while she's doing that, I'd love to hear from our contestants. Uh, what's something that you were really surprised to learn about Tesla or Carver or something that really stuck with you that you thought was really cool? Ellie, was there something that stuck out to you about either one? So Nikola Tesla knew about inter- like internet. He already had that like in his head that it's going to happen in the future. And I thought that was really cool because it had it already happened. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It was like the 1930s and 40s and he was telling people, someday you're going to have a machine in your pocket that you can look up any information in the world or talk to anybody through. And nobody, and what did they do? Did they Were they like, yeah, you're right, Tesla, that's going to happen. No. They <laughs> laughed at him, right? But they were wrong. And now Tesla's the one doing the laughing. In, that's right. Yeah, with, with all heaven. his pigeons. Yeah. 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 yeah, him and his pigeon buds are just laughing at the rest of us. Yeah, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I think that also speaks to the way that they talked about um, Nikola's uh, sort of like uh, mind and the way that it worked, that he could just like see things so clearly uh, in a way that other people couldn't. Yeah, that, that he could invent machines in his mind and test them in his mind because he, he could visualize them so clearly. Kinsley, was there anything about either Nikola Tesla or George Washington Carver that really jumped out at you, that made you really go, oh, that's amazing? It's that he, like, already had the picture in his mind and, like, he just knew how to build it already. He was just like, oh, I can build this because he had a good picture in his mind. Yeah, I, I even I have trouble thinking of, like, what I'm going to wear during the day in my yes. mind. And he could yeah. put together an entire machine just in his head. Uh, Mr. Bruno, what about you? Is there anything about either of these two historical figures that really stuck out to you? Yeah, I had read uh, Tesla got his big break digging ditches. And uh, the foreman heard him talking about some motors. And mm-hmm. so he was out there digging ditches and he got a job. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you always got to be uh, very verbal about uh, your passions and dreams. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. The Tesla was really not one to hide his light under a bushel. He would talk to anybody and everybody about what he was interested in doing. And Carver was the same way, too. They were both excited about sharing what they were interested in. And it brought their lives forward. Uh, Let's go to the big moment. Jane, can you please announce our winner for today? Elliot, I wish I could, but we don't have a winner. We have two winners. Ellie and Kinsley have tied. The lovely home teach. Whoa, fantastic, fantastic. It's a super tie. Okay, great playing, both of you. Since you're both the winners, each of you is going to get 10 seconds to kind of give shout-outs and thank whoever you want to thank. Uh, Kinsley, do you want to go first? Who would you like to thank for your shared victory today? Um, I would like to thank my mom, my dad, and one of my friends named Ava, who's going to be on another podcast. That's great. fantastic. Ellie, who would you like to shout-out? Uh, probably my mom and my dad and Kinsley because she also helped me. Um, we, like, quizzed each other on, like, the books and stuff. Oh, you know what? Now I feel now I feel like there are even more than two winners because that's the greatest thing I've ever heard, so I feel like a winner now, yeah. too. The real winner today was friendship. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, our winners and their library of choice are going to receive a selection of Who Was books. And I'm going to give a shout out here at the end of the show to Intern Zach, to Jane, to Eric, to Joshua John Baptiste for being our George Washington Carver, and 
Zach for being our Nikola Tesla, Zach Timpson, and to be, and a big thank you to both of our contestants who played a fantastic game today. Thank you at home for listening. And next week, come back to us. We're going to find out about two more fantastic, fascinating figures from history. Until then, this is Elliot Sir Sweet Potato Kalen saying, we're history. Thanks, everybody. Goodbye. Got a question for any of our famous figures? Send us a voice memo at thewhowaspodcast at gmail.com. It might just end up on the show. The Who Was Podcast is produced by Radio Point, iHeartMedia, and Penguin Workshop, based on the best-selling Who HQ series published by Penguin. Hosted by Elliot Kalin, with co-host Megan O'Neill as B. Also starring Jane Baker as producer Jane, Eric Shackney as Eric, Joshua Jean-Baptiste as George Washington Carver, and Zach Timpson as Nikola Tesla. Executive producers are Richard Corson, Alex Bach, Elliot Kalin, Megan O'Neill, Daniel Powell, and Houston Snyder. Executive producer for Penguin Workshop is Francesco Sedita. Executive producer for iHeartMedia is Lindsay Hoffman. Written by Megan O'Neill, Elliot Kalin, Kenise Mobley, and Jane Baker. Produced by Bernie Kaminsky. Talent producer is Jane Baker. Theme song and music composed and performed by Eric Shackney. Edited and mixed by Kate Moldenhauer. Recorded by Joanna Samuels. And special thanks to Zach Timpson, Charlotte DeAnda, Daniel Goodman, and Michael Lewis Howard. The Who Was podcast was recorded at the iHeart Studios in Los Angeles, California. Sound services were provided by Great City Post. It's the Who Was podcast because it's time to play the Who Was podcast.